there's just there's just too much to live for to be out here being negative. You know what I mean? There's just too much. There's too much good in the world. A lot of bad too. Welcome back to the Late Late Podcast. I'm your host, Mace in real life. Uh, I'm here with with Ben Lees. Yeah, your your uh, FLA four, right? Or FLA A? FLA. FLA. Why did I say four? I don't know. It looks like a four. Yeah. It does look like a four. But you're an MMA fighter. I'm. I indeed. Is that what you classify yourself as? Well, that that's what I am. But I don't know. Everyone kind of just fucking these days. They pick a title. You know, I'm I'm a guy that does MMA. I'm I'm a lot of things, but yeah, I guess you can call me an MMA fighter. As I do fight in a cage, and you know, I do a lot of thing other things too. But yeah, I fight in a cage. And you do some crazy stuff too. Like when I was researching you, and actually, how I uh, how I found out about you was so prior to putting the thing up on my Instagram. I was at Dolan's and my buddy Dylan yep. was talking about, you know, we were talking about fighting and he was like, yeah, this guy over here, he fought FLA and he knocked buddy out with a body shot. Yeah. And that's crazy. Oh yeah, man. Like that's a heavy hit to do that. Yeah. Well, the, the, the kicks, man, the kicks. And it wasn't just one shot that put him down like that fight in particular. Uh, it was a series of shots that put him down. It just, I, the first round, I'll, I can talk about the fight a little bit to get into it, just to, you know, yeah. I just fought, you know, for the people at home that don't know me, uh, I fought June 24th of this year, and I made my, my, my FLA debut, and uh, I, I whooped ass, man, I whooped ass, it was a sketchy fight, I was, because I was really sick, I had pneumonia for like three, four weeks before the fight, I was, training was going great, I was doing awesome, and I got really sick. I was really fucked up, but I uh, I still showed up. It took me so long to get a damn fight that when it came time for it, I uh, I just went for it. I, I wasn't gonna pass on the opportunity, and I went in there. I knew I, my skills were sharp. My body was good. Like my reflexes were there. My skills, my game plan, it was all there. But the problem is I couldn't go hard for any longer than forty five seconds without coughing, man. Mm-hmm. So I'd start like I, I'd we'd be the, even the day of. In the in the hotel, we were warming up, just wrestling. Me and my my coach and my friend Rory. He was he was cornering me, uh, and we were just wrestling, kind of just practicing in the hotel room the day of the fight, man. And I was even coughing then, like mm-hmm. having a coughing spell, and I just tried to ignore it. So, you know, I go on, I go out there, I just hype myself up to go. I was pretty relaxed out back. Uh, when it was my time to go, I was a little bit nervous, just because I knew I only I knew that. I didn't have much wind. I knew I was going to have to kind of pull it out the bag. And we went out there, made my walk out. All my friends and my family were there. I got all hyped up. I was I was beating my chest. I was waving at the crowd. I fist bumped a few people. You know, just getting it going, right? Yeah. Just trying to feed off the energy, just feeling it. And uh, when it, when I got out there, man, the, the fight started. I remember looking across at him, and I was thinking, oh, holy shit, this is it. Mm-hmm. I said, I've been visualizing this, and... Here I am. There's this big, scary, big dude, big Tim Hong. He's a big, strong guy. And uh, you're staring across at me, and he meant business. 
And uh, we went out there. My game plan was to sprint at him and punch him in the face because I, I thought he was going to be a little timid. Mm-hmm. I thought I was going to be able to chase him around the, the ring and stuff. I said, oh, yeah, I'm going to run right at him and just sock him. Well, it turns out he had the same plan as me. So before I knew it, we both kind of run into each other and exchange right hands. Then he gets me in the clinch and knees me to the body. And I'm thinking, oh, my goodness. I'm getting freaking – I'm getting – I said, it's not going this way. I remember thinking that in my mind. I'm like, oh, my goodness, my debut's already starting bad, man. So I kind of slid back, and I switched southpaw while I slid back. And when he came at me – sorry, I know that I'm fucking the mic up. No, it's fine, man. It's fine. When he came at me, uh, I had my, my back foot was almost touching the, the cage. Uh, I got a burp. I'll let it out. Yeah, I guess I, I know this is, this is starting battle, just like my debut, man. <laughs> no, it's all good. He came at me, and uh, as he was throwing big shots like that, just just flailing it at me, just flailing big shots. And, uh, man, I just threw a, threw a short right hand, and before I knew it, he just spawned right at my ankles. I dropped him the first three seconds of the fight. First three seconds of the fight, I already dropped him. And under the amateur rule set, you can't ground and pound uh, – Excuse me. It's all good. The energy drink, man. <laughs> Brought to you by Rain Energy. Please sponsor me. Uh, yeah, I dropped him in the first three seconds, and he was down, and I almost went for some follow-up shots, but under the amateur rules, you're not allowed hitting to the head of a grounded opponent. Mm-hmm. You got to go on to advanced amateur to do that. It was my debut fight. So there's no headshots to a grounded opponent. So here he is diving in on my legs. I'm trying to fight him off. And uh, I know he's rocked, but I can't do nothing. So I'm like, sprawling out. I'm trying to get underhooks and wrist control, and I'm trying to break off. And because me dropping him gave him an adrenaline dump, so he was freakishly strong. That first minute we were in the clinch, he was holding me up against the cage. He tried taking me down a few times. He couldn't really get me down. There was one time I hit a knee, but I sprung right back up. Mm-hmm. He was so freakishly strong because that initial adrenaline dump from getting dropped he was like his muscles just filled up full of blood he was he was like the hulk for him for the first minute and then later on we you know we were exchanging and anyways the whole point of this was me telling the story was that leading up to the body shot ko i i hurt him to the head in the first three seconds he was concussed Mm -hmm. and he told me afterwards he was hurting pretty bad after that first shot and uh when uh so, yeah, the first round goes, you know, I, we exchange, you know, it, not really much going on the first round. We threw some shots. I landed a few. He missed a few. Uh, I threw a head kick at the end of the round. The people liked that. It was a kind of a shit head kick, but the people enjoyed it. Anyway, second round comes by, and I'm collecting my wind. I'm breathing. I asked Rory, because I, I wasn't certain if I dropped him or not. I remember sitting on the stool. First thing I said to Rory when he was coming in. Rory and Andy Young. R- Rory Gillis my, and Andy Young are my two cornermen. And uh, I asked Rory when I was sitting on the stool, I said, did I drop him in the first three seconds? He's like, you sure did. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, man. I said, I thought I did. Anyways, I'm sitting there, and they're rubbing the ice on me. And they're telling me stuff. I think they're telling me to get him shelling up so I can work different things. Yeah. And I didn't know this at the time. But on the commentary team, the commentators, they were saying that I should go to the body. They're like, I'd really like to see Ben Lee's go to the body, this and this. And my buddy Christian in the crowd was saying, you'd like to see me go to the body. Everybody was saying I should go to the body. Mm-hmm. And my coaches might have told me. I don't remember what they said now. I remember Andy was trying to stick the bottle in my mouth, trying to put the water in. I said, here, just give me the bottle. But I did it myself just because I didn't want to spill it. Yeah. And I remember getting up and, uh, you know, they the said corners out. We're about to line up, 
and uh, I remember just looking across at him, and uh, he looked he looked fatigued. He was a little he was a little. I could tell he was tired, mm-hmm. and uh, man, I just I don't know what I don't know what possessed me to go to the body, but that second round we went out, we touched gloves. We didn't sprint at each other this time. We touched gloves, kind of spun off, and then set in the middle. And when we set in the middle, I was really dialed in. I just because I, I had the blood rate up, like the the heart rate up you know the blood pumping but then i cooled off mm-hmm. so it was almost like a perfect warm-up mentally i was zoned in it's like that second round i was in the matrix that second round okay i was like way calm and i remember looking across and kind of dreading it a little bit i'm like oh shit he's still there he, i mean he looks tired but that's a big boy man like he can you know he was throwing leather that first round he, he actually hit me with a pretty good body kick and i caught it and took it down and the crowd cheered for it they thought it was good mm-hmm. but when I took him down and was on top of him in that first round, I remember looking down when we were, we landed in his guard after I caught the kick and swept him. I said to him, I said, good kick, Tim. I said, that, that was a good one. I was talking to him when I was on top of him. I'm like, man, that was a good kick. I was giving him, I was giving him props because it's, you know, when you take a good roundhouse to the body, it's like that initial bruise impact, mm-hmm. but then it's the toes. They whip. It almost hurts the rear back a little bit more than it does the initial ribs. Yeah. So... I remember, I remember thinking, I'm like, you know, it's dangerous. Anyway, second round starts. He throws an inside low kick. I just slide my left, my lead leg back just enough for his feet, foot to miss, and then I come back with a cross, and the cross knocked the sweat right off his forehead. My uncle's got a cell phone video of them up in the nosebleeds, and you can see the fucking sweat just fucking like just go flying out of the cage. It's a beautiful shot, and it cut him on the eye. So say to him, he was rubbing his eye, and he kind of shelled up against the cage. And then I just started going for him. He was shelling, because he'd been concussed that first round, Mm -hmm. he was overcompensating by defending to the head way too much. His elbows were up here, so and he's a tall guy, so his his whole midsection was exposed, yeah. So I rock him with a big shot. Then he shoots in on a a takedown, and uh, he gets in on a single leg, and... He kind of switches almost to a high crotch, but not really a high crotch, and lifts me right up in the air. So we're, we're hand fighting on the cage. He's trying to lift me up. Let me backtrack a little bit. We're on the cage for about 10 seconds or so, and he's trying to get this single leg takedown, and I'm fighting the hands, and I'm trying to – my coach Rory's telling me to get, uh, get cross face and underhook. Mm-hmm. He's telling me to get cross face, which is when you pummel me the hand in right underneath the chin and the, the neck and you try and pull his head up. So he, he get, you get his head off your hips and pull him up to the clinch. So I'm trying to get a cross face. And, uh, but he was so slippery. He was so sweaty. And I remember looking back at Rory. I said, and, uh, I kept looking back at Rory saying, he's slippery, Rory. He's slippery. And Rory's like, yeah, yeah, that's okay. Keep going for it. Right? Tell him to keep going for it. Well, next thing you know, Tim, Tim Hong, my opponent, he picks me right up in the air. And next thing you know, I'm up in the air, and I heard, hear the crowd going, whoa. Like they're getting, mm-hmm. I was up in the air, and somehow I managed, when he, when he picked me up to slam me, I somehow managed to get my right foot on the ground and somehow be able to sprawl out in the air. And we hit the ground. He slams flat on his back, and I land on my knees and elbows and my chest. Mm-hmm. And I spring up way quicker than he did. So it's like somehow through the he more or less slammed himself harder than he slammed me. Mm-hmm. And this is when the body work begins. I get up and I start chasing him. I start shuffling towards him. I'm just in the in the zone, just flow state. And I remember throwing a jab. I threw a jab and it kind of went through. I went liver shot, switched to southpaw, 
threw a roundhouse of the body, landed right in the liver, and it was just a, just a big, I won't do it in the mic, just a big slap sound. Like a Yeah, just that real ambient sound. And the whole arena could hear it, and everyone went, ooh. <laughs> and then the tide started changing, man. I, I, I knew I heard him. And he started kind of just shelling up against the cage, and I kept digging the liver shots. I landed like two or three liver shots. I remember I was faking levels. I threw a cross to the body. I was throwing kicks. He, ever, he would try and throw something back, but he was so tired and mm-hmm. probably sore from the body work. I was just a lot quicker and throwing shots. So I, I went to the body a bunch. And then, uh, sorry, I'm out of breath. I'm getting so hyped That's up talking good. about this. I'm all fucking, I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm so enthusiastic. I love it. I just love talking about myself, man, if you can't tell. <laughs> I just, I'm so, aren't I awesome? I'm just so great. I, but no, all joking aside, for real, yeah, he was hurt to the body, and uh, I hit him with a few more kicks to the body, and then he was pretty much done. I went to the, I was trying to, I was trying to knock him out. I was trying mm-hmm. to, but he was protecting his head so well because that first round, eventually the body shots got to him. I dropped him once with a, with a cross to the body. I, he threw a leg kick. I scooped the kick and hit him with a cross to the solar plexus that sat him down. And then I was calling him up. Mm-hmm. I was calling him up to the feet, and uh, he couldn't get up. He was trying to get up. He kept falling down. And I started screaming at the ref, not screaming, but yelling at the ref. I said, he's done. I said, he can't get up. I said, get him up. Get him up. And he eventually gets up. Cause I didn't want to do any groundwork because in the amateur rules, I can't, I can't hit him to the head. I can only hit him to the body, mm-hmm. but his legs were active. He was pushing his, he's pushing his legs on me and he was, he just, I didn't want him to let him stall. I thought he could, there's no, I didn't think he could get up. Mm-hmm. That's why I was calling him up. I thought he was done, but he was a tough dude, man. He got up. I hit him in the body a few more times, hit him to the head again. He had a cut under his eye. And then I threw a big telegraph. It was telegraphed. It was a shitty kick, but we were both breathing pretty good and, you know, it was the second round towards the end of the second. And I just, I was throwing big shots, man. I threw that switch kick to the body, and his back was up against the cage, hit him to the ribs, and he squatted down. And I knew he was done. I didn't even follow up. I just walked away, took my mouth guard, spiked it on the ground. I started yelling at all the cameras. And then, oh, man, I got bad because it was just a huge adrenaline rush a huge weight off my shoulders i was so sick and i was nervous man mm-hmm. i was i knew i had the skills i knew i was dialed in but i was just physically i was not good you know i was kind of skinny fat looking i was not i was not in a healthy state and i knew a part of me knew that deep down i knew i was like man i'm not gonna like this was a tough one for me and i went out there and i finished them i started screaming at the cameras a bunch of people online, not a bunch of people, the, the support for me was was pretty overwhelming, to be honest, but there was a few people online, they were fucking, on my, on my promos and on the comments, they are calling me fucking, saying I was putting on a fake Irish accent, and saying one, one chick was calling me fucking Connor McNuggets, and all this nonsense, right? And then a bunch of his teammates, my opponent's teammates, I mean, they're, they're a great team out, Evolution St. John's, but... You know, just the competitive spirit. They were liking some of these comments that were shitting on me and stuff. It wasn't overly bad. I, I got nothing but love for that gym. I, if, if they do washes, I don't know. But, you know, I, nothing but respect to, the, to Evolution St. John's. But some of the boys from that gym were fucking liking the comments against me. And I, it would just fire me up, right? I was laying mm-hmm. in bed sick as a dog on my phone all day. So, of course, I'm going to see this shit. That's just fuel. It was. Oh, it was, man. It, and I'll get to that in a minute about fuel because, you know... This next fight, the next people, they are giving me a lot of fuel. 
I can't wait. But I'm, you know, I will get into that in a minute. I'm going to finish this one before I get on you guys about that one. They fueled me up. Mm-hmm. So when I won, I just freaking, I just let loose. I got fucking turned up. I was screaming. I said something like, I remember grabbing one of the cameras, not grabbing it, but going right up to it. I was like, all you motherfuckers making fun of my accent. Go fuck yourself. But my voice was kind of messed up from being sick because yeah. I had lost my voice for a few weeks. So I sounded like a little squeaker. I sounded like Mickey Mouse, <laughs> man. I was like, on all you little pussies, fuck all you. Like I sounded, I sounded like a like a little kid because yeah. my voice was all messed up. So here I am with this like half squeaky voice, fucking screaming at everybody, <laughs> saying, "I punch trees, boys. This is what happens when you make fun of me." I was coming undone. And then they announced the winner. They raised my hand, and uh, man, I just I freaked the fuck out. They gave me the microphone for the the interview, the post fight interview, and I was like, "Bentley's versus the world. Let's go, baby. Let's go." November, September, tomorrow, I'm here to fight. And one more thing, God bless, see you at the top. I was freaking right out. Yeah. I was going on. I dropped way too many F-bombs, and the commission did not like that. <laughs> so I, I apologized to them. I think, I think towards the end of it, because there's commission guys in the, the locker rooms and stuff. Yeah. I think they were sick of my shit by the end of it. And I don't blame them. I was, I was a bit, I was a bit extra. Yeah. I was a bit, I was way too much, man. And this next, this next one, you know, if anybody from the commission's watching, I will do my absolute best to be PG. I know there's a lot of kids and grandmas and wives and children coming to this next one. I will behave. That being said, man, I fucking let loose. <laughs> it was fun. It was good, man. The first fight it. was amazing. I know. I know you asked me a very simple question, and I went on like a fucking 15, like 20 this. minute tirade. But I like this though because this yeah. means that that's good, and like this is super raw podcast. Like if you just have if you have a if you have a tangent where you just go off, I don't even care, man. Like it, it's I appreciate it's, that. It's it's content, right? People, that's what yeah. people want to hear. They, you know, they come here to hear my guests. Yeah. Like obviously they like the sound of my voice because I sound like a radio host. It's soothing. <laughs> I like it. It's right in my ears, man. I really like that. But no, a hundred percent. They they really love like the guests, right? Because that's who they come for. Yeah. And uh, I feel like this one's gonna do good because like you got a good following for. It's building up. Mm-hmm. It's building. I remember when I was young, even like a year ago, it'd be a struggle. It'd be a struggle to get fucking sixty likes on an Instagram post. Now, today, I'm getting, like, fucking all my videos and stuff that I've partnered, like, been a collaborator with FLA with. Mm-hmm. I'm getting, like, 14,000 views on these videos. I'm getting, like, 500 likes and, like, 200, 300 shares. One of my videos, I think it had, like, 400 shares. Yeah. And that is unheard of to me. It's almost like, like, if I, you know, if I was the hot chick in high school, I'd be used to this shit, right? You know, all this, these DMs. But someone like me, man, I'm just, you know, I'm just doing my own shit most of the time. Yeah. So I, I was, I couldn't get over it. I couldn't believe it. Like, I, on this, this, I'm, they made a post, they announced my fight like a day or two ago. Mm-hmm. And I, I commented on my opponent's traps. I said, man does not skip the, trap day. Crazy. That comment has 50 <laughs> likes on it. Yeah. That, that comment on my post, my comment on my post got more likes than some of my old Instagram posts did. Mm-hmm. I couldn't get over it. I, yeah, no, this his, is awesome. I saw the the post and his traps are pretty yeah. <laughs> pretty scary. They're they're square. Oh, he's, he's a big rugged lad. Was well, a farm boy, right? So Yeah, yeah. And he comes from a great gym and you know that he's supposed to be the guy. Mm-hmm. So let's see. You know, I'm I'm just a tomato can. I'm just going to roll over and let this guy whoop me. <laughs> I don't have any sense of pride or any ability in fighting. 
look at my fuck. You know, they're talking. They're talking like they said, man's got anchors for arms. He's going to sink my ship and all this shit. Guys, I was half dead in that last fight. And I still whooped ass. I have not Ooh. stopped training <laughs> since the fight. I have been living in the gym. I go to do strength and conditioning in the morning. And then I go to Evolution, one of the fucking top gyms in the, in the Maritimes. And I train there every day. And then in between that, I'll go run hills. Look at my arms, okay? They say he's got anchors for arms. Let me roll my sleeve up right quick. Let's see this. I don't even got a pump on yet. Look at my damn tries, okay? Woo. And, you know, I'm still wiry. My arms aren't gigantic, but they're defined. Mm -hmm. So I got speed. I got conditioning. And we'll see. I got strength, too. I got a lot of strength. I was half dead, and I still whooped ass. Let me catch my breath. I'm way too hyped up <laughs> right now. You know, a big thing, though, a lot of people don't realize is um, – when I was younger, I went to Colorado for uh, North American Indigenous Games for kickboxing, yep. and a lot of people don't realize if you're if you got muscle, like if you show, like if you're defined, you have big big muscles and stuff, yeah. you get winded faster. Oh yeah, man! And it takes more oxygen to feel the you know to 100%. fuel them right. So, um, being lean but not like crazy big is yeah. probably going to be your advantage. Like, yeah. But you got some definition though, that's for sure. Yeah, like, man. And you just we'll just wait till them, you know. It's the baggy shirt trying to hide it. I'm gonna let it <laughs> I'm gonna let the people think what they're gonna think. Mm -hmm. And you know I'm not winning any bodybuilding shows anytime soon. So you know the people are gonna see me flex and be like, look at this asshole. This guy thinks he's the shit. He can't even fucking. You know people are gonna be like, look at this guy. I'm obviously there's a tinge of humor to it, okay. But my point is I'm wiry, and we're gonna see that. I can't wait for weigh-ins because. I think the fight poster for this next fight, I think people think that I'm this guy's like Captain America or something. He's going to just whoop me. Mm -hmm. But I, when we're at weigh-ins and we're facing off, I think people are, are going to change. A lot of people are going to change their minds. The people that train with me, they know what time it is. They, mm -hmm. know, they know that I'm cooking. They know what's been going on. They haven't, you know, there's, I haven't been skipping any beats over here. And... We'll see, right? I mean, I, this guy's going to be a tough fight. I think he's going to be really tough. But we're going to find out, man. That's I'm not rolling over. Yes. But I, know, by, I am not rolling over at all. I'm coming in to win. I'm extremely focused. I'm extremely focused. And that's that. Who gives a fuck, to be honest? Like, all this chit-chat, man. Everyone's on my, on my dick, man. They're on these fucking comment sections just going crazy. I'm like, who gives a fuck? Let's go. Like, we'll see, man. Just don't. I went out and whooped ass last time. Mm -hmm. And then everybody's got the fucking deleting comments. So don't be deleting comments this time. That's all, that's all I'm saying. I think this rain energy drink's hitting me a little too hard, man. I'm getting, I'm getting rowdy. I better check that. I don't, think there's, uh, I don't think there's energy drink in that. I think there's something else. Yeah, it fucking <laughs> feels like it, man. I'm like, next thing you know, my, my eyes dilate. I'm like, let's go. Did you scan in yet? Did you scan in? <laughs> oh, yeah, your membership's up on the second. It's the third. What are you doing? Fucking geeking right out, man. <laughs> Love but, it. Yeah, I got to stay away from the caffeine. But, you know, I'm talking my shit right now. But at the end of the day, it's it's all love on my end. Like, I, I, you know, the martial arts community is so small that, you know, I'm, I'm madly competitive. And I'm going to look at this camera. I am fucking competitive, 100%. But I, at the end of the day, I do got love for everyone. I got love for my opponent. I got love for, for his gym, Henzo Gracie PEI. Let's talk about them for a minute. Those guys are fucking awesome. Mm -hmm. They got an awesome gym. 
And at the last fight, I uh, we were, were running into each other quite a bit. The whole Hensel Gracie team that was there fighting yeah. and the guys that were supporting their boys, they're fucking awesome. Like, we went to weigh-ins. I weighed in. And then uh, we went to Montana's that night, Rory and I, just go get some food after weighing in. Mm-hmm. And the whole Hensel Gracie team was there from PEI, the, the gym of my opponent, the, mm-hmm. the next guy I'm fighting. And every single one of those boys came up to our table and said hi and shook our hands. And they're the very best. Mm-hmm. Like it's, I want to make this clear because I'm talking, I'm talking a little wild right now. I got a lot of love for for Hensel Gracie PEI too. So, shout out to them. It's gonna be, you know, it's all love at the end of the day, man. But I'm just, I'm fucking competitive. Mm-hmm. And I loved, I love the hype. I love this shit. I, I, you know, this is what it's about. I like it when I like that competitiveness, man. I like, I like when there's a bit of banter back and forth. And you know, there's a lot of comments on this new post. But it's not ill-spirited. Mm-hmm. It's like chirping in hockey. You know what I mean? The, the, some of the comments are fucking hilarious. They, they're pretty funny. Like, I understand that it's a game. Mm-hmm. And it's, in, it's entertainment. It's a sport. It's, you need the back and forth. You need the banter. I love this shit. I, I fucking love it. And he looks like a big rugged guy. So, I mean, it's going to be a good fight. A lot of people count me out, but... The I'm guys that are in the gym it. with me, they know what time it is. They know how sharp I'm looking. Yeah. Like, I have not, I want to stress this. I have not stopped training since the last fight. And I'm fucking way healthier than I was last time. And I'm stronger than I was last time. I'm way stronger. And I'm conditioned too. And there's not, there's no negativity. Last one, I was, I was wound up. Mm-hmm. This time around, man, I'm fucking chilling. Like, it's, excuse me, I'm burping. I'm gonna get these burps out. I am chilling. I'm I'm really I'm in a happy place. I'm just I'm I'm ready to rock. It's I'm just ready to go out there, man. That's that's what it is for me. I can't wait. I'm, I'm all hyped up. I'm I think this caffeine's hitting me real hard, man. Cause I I got I got animated about five minutes ago. I was I was turned, but we're good now. I can't wait. You're excited. I'm very excited. I don't know. I don't. I think you're excited. Maybe just maybe a little, a little bit. bit. <laughs> maybe a little bit. I'll make. No, I didn't piss my pants, so we're good, man. It came close, but. <laughs> oh, freak. Um, well, kind of jumping around, I guess. Let's do it. Um, your younger years, right? Like I remember when we were down in area area five or six. You told me to look up some stuff. Benny's Fight Club. Benny's Fight Club. Yeah, that is uh, that is something else. It was, wasn't it? It's uh, I I want I went through the Instagram page, I, I checked out you know some other stuff, and I was like, this Yo, is interesting. It's very interesting. So, like, what made like what was it that like drove you to start that? Like, is it's it gonna, was it just like random? It's gonna sound crazy. It just organically happened. So I'll take this back to tenth grade. This is like spring of tenth grade, and we were all like fifteen, sixteen at the time. Most of us were fifteen. And I had all the boys up at my house, just all my friends and stuff. Mm-hmm. And we were hanging out. And, we, you know, we're all just fucking around in the backyard. And we all started fighting with each other. We all started sparring. And uh, we just were fighting for hours in the backyard, just play wrestling. I think one of the guys actually live-streamed it on his Instagram. And uh, we just freaking... We live streamed on Instagram, and everybody just started making fun of us, and they, they cut the thing off. But we kept fighting, right? Mm-hmm. Anyways, a year, you know, the summer goes by. That was like in May of, of 10th grade. And then let's say fall of 11th grade. Uh, we start arguing. We're all in the same biology class. Okay. 
and we all start arguing about who beat up who and who won or who was all. I was I had to smoke that joint, man. I didn't really know what I was doing. Blah blah blah. You know this and this, right? Just people, just banter, just you know arguing about who's gonna who really won. I said, well, boys. I say there's one way to find out, man. I say let's have a little mini tournament. I say you know we'll find out for real. And then we created the Instagram account, Benny's Fight Club, and we made all these dream matchups and all between all my buddies and stuff. And then one day at lunch. I went around to everybody, just freaking letting them know, like, hey, these guys are fighting, blah, blah, blah. And it was super small. It was kind of, it was, it was, nothing came of it, right? Mm-hmm. It was like, we made these brackets. We took these pictures, like, all my best friends taking pictures. They're all squaring up with each other. And nothing came of it. That was grade 11. Mm-hmm. And we, it just phased out. We were just talking shit. Well, then a year goes by. And it's like first day of 12th grade, senior year. And uh, it's lunchtime. I go sit down at one of the tables, and I'm eating my lunch. I'm just eat, eating by myself. I didn't see none of my buddies that day. You know, everybody was busy. Everybody had their license. I didn't have my license yet. Mm-hmm. So I sat at a lunch table by myself to go eat my lunch, and that sounds depressing. But honestly, it's just how the cookie co- cookie. You know what I'm trying to say? It's just <laughs> how it was. Yeah. Well, then my uh, my buddy. We weren't overly close at the time, but uh, he's now my my best friend. Uh, Christian Graner comes and sits with me at uh, at lunchtime, and we know each other. We had gone to school with each other, middle school and stuff, and I've o- we've always chatted it up, and you know, but we didn't have didn't have many encounters yet. But you know, we had debate class together and gym class. We we're always we we're always shooting the shit. We always got along real well, even though we didn't really hang out at the time. Mm-hmm. And he sits with me, and we just get shooting the shit, get talking, eating lunch, and uh, he starts talking about Fight Club. And he says, uh, he just starts talking about it and says, you thought it was cool. He said, let's make it a real thing. And uh, he decided to make it, he, he's, really, he's really the one that freaking kind of talked me into it. And I said, okay, let me think about it, let me think about it. And then that night, I was, we were talking over Instagram and stuff. And we decided to make Fight Club a thing. So we went around at lunch again, recruited everybody. We made some posters. You know, he started making posters too, making brackets. Christian is super practical. When he needs to get something done or make plans or carry out stuff, mm-hmm. he can. He's very. He's very analytical when he needs to be, and he broke it right down. He made brackets, this and this. It was originally going to be an open weight, open tournament. Sixteen guys, you pair it off, and the winners just face the winners, and we have the the champion, Benny's Fight Club champion. But a lot of guys signed up for it, and a lot of them didn't really. Uh, a lot of them didn't really get into it. Like they, they mm-hmm. kind of they, they flaked out because they realized, oh, this is serious. I'm actually gonna go fight a guy. You know, it's kind of crazy. And we we're gonna fight in Christian's garage. That's the craziest thing. So, anyways, the tournament kind of fell through, and then we decided to make it individual matchups. So we made individual matchups, and we set our first date. It was in like October, mm-hmm. October or November. It was like October, November. It's the fall. And uh, it was set to happen. Well, then all of a sudden that year, there was a fucking snowstorm in like November, October. I can't remember what month it was. A big snowstorm. And we were supposed to have these fights lined up. And uh, due to scheduling, due, not scheduling problems, due to the fucking road conditions, like we all pulled up to Christian's house. We were all ready to go. There was a few of us there. And uh, it just... The way the freaking snowstorm happened, a lot of guys couldn't show up. Well, I didn't realize Christian already started the stream. 
So the stream already started, and we only had like three guys there, and the three of us were buddies. Mm -hmm. The three of us that were there, we we're all friends. We don't want to fight each other. But before I knew it, because we'd been hyping it up for a week, there was like 300 people watching the stream and no fights yet. So we did some jumbling around. My buddy Caden fought. My buddy Owen, they fought. And it was pretty entertaining when they fought. Mm -hmm. But uh, it was over in like 40 seconds or a minute or something. It was over really fast. And I'm like, man, the people are not going to be happy with this. So I remember taking Caden aside. I remember saying, man, I think we're going to have to fight each other. And the worst thing was that my like, Caden's my neighbor. I grew up with him. Mm -hmm. He's like one of my, my good buddies. And uh, my dad actually drove us together there. He drove us there, so it was funny. Like, I was supposed to be his corner man. I was, like, helping him warm up and stuff before. And uh, I say, man, we're going to have to fight each other because mm -hmm. the people are watching. We got, you know, we got, a, we got a lot of people watching. I said, he said, okay, yeah, he agreed to it. And we went out there, and I went in the, the closet and warmed up, tried to hype myself up, tried to get going. I got my buddy, I got Christian to play Can't Stop by the Chili Peppers, trying to get me going, made the walkout. And uh, I fought my buddy Caden, and we got. I was fat as fuck, dude. I was like, I was fucking. You know, I'm I'm like two thirty, two forty now. Mm -hmm. At the time, I was like three ten, but and that's wow. big for me. Yeah. I wasn't like I was didn't have any muscle on me. You know what I mean? Like if I were to bulk up to three hundred pounds now, it'd be different. It's still too heavy for me, but mm -hmm. you know, at the, I was not in good shape, and Caden was in great shape at the time. Man, he was playing football. He was doing. He was working out. He was training martial arts. He trains too, Caden. Yeah. He was training all these years, ever since he was a kid. And even when we were both training, he'd still whoop my ass. So he was in peak shape, and I was in, like, video game shape, man. <laughs> and I remember going out there. I was trying to do some TJ Dillashaw bullshit because I was one of those guys that, you know, I watched a lot of UFC, and I thought I could fight because I watched UFC. <laughs> so I was trying to do some TJ Dillashaw bullshit, man. And, man, Caden, in the first two seconds, hits me with a low kick right in the thigh, man. And I cross my legs over. He kicks me so hard. And as soon as he lands that kick, I'm like, man, I do not want to do this. I'm like, in my mind, I, I clocked out. I'm like, fuck this. I'm done. But we kept fighting, man. And the crazy thing was I'd never been, to this day, I'd never been hit so hard in my life. Wow. Caden fucking hits me with these left hooks, man. He would land on this side of my face, and it would feel like I was getting a noogie at the back of my head. Every oh, time he hit here, I feel heavy. like I was getting pinched here. And I'm like, every time he hit me, like, man, that hurt so bad. And, you know, I, I was feisty. So even though I was, ga I gassed out in two seconds because I was mm -hmm. immensely out of shape. Mm -hmm. So I was gassed. Caden was whooping my ass on camera in front of everybody. So you know this came back to bite me, and I'll get into that here <laughs> in a sec. Whoops my ass. Uh, I landed one or two like good body kicks and landed a punch or two, but nothing significant. He takes me down, ground and pounds me. This goes on for like two or three rounds, right? And these rounds are five-minute rounds because mm. I was so naive thinking that, oh, yeah, we'll go five rounds. Yeah, five five-minute rounds, no problem. I had no concept of how terrible and exhausting a fight can be. So I'm like, yeah, five five-minute rounds. It wasn't five, but it was three five-minute rounds, which is way too much mm -hmm. at the, for you know my experience at the time. And uh, whoops my ass. Anyways, we're in the third round. Get my ass whooped. The boys are talking to me in between rounds, trying to hype me up because there's a few guys there. Like they're trying to show support. You know, Kane was whooping my ass. I think at one point he hit me with so many low kicks. I said, "Stop kicking me in the leg." And he says, "Okay, okay," because he's my friend. So he yeah. stops kicking me in the leg, even though he's actually whooping my ass. 
Third round comes. He's got me in mount. He's ground and pounding the shit out of me. Christian's a ref. Mm-hmm. He should have stopped this fight probably 10 minutes ago, looking back. But we were all 16, so who gives a shit? I was getting my ass whooped in front of all these people online. And uh, next thing you know, I remember asking Christian what the time was as I'm getting punched in the face. And he says, uh, he says 30 seconds. Well, then he, he's videotaping and watching the time at the same time, and he's using his watch to keep the time. I get my ass whooped for like another five minutes because he loses track of the time. Mm-hmm. So he says 30 seconds turns into five minutes just taking unanswered shots, man. And eventually it goes, we end the fight, and Caden wins. Caden whooped my ass. But uh, it was crazy, man. My face was all marked up. A big part of the high school was watching on live stream, man. And the uh, worst thing was I had to work in an hour and a half. So my dad came and picked us both up. I had a black eye. I was slightly concussed. You know, my face was all lumped up. Worst thing was I had to work my shift at Pizza Hut an hour and a half later, man. <laughs> so I take a shower. I go home, shower up, whatever. My dad drives me to, uh, to work, Pizza Hut. And I remember going there working, and I was, I was doing all right. I was sore. I was hurting. And I was slightly concussed. I remember doing the dishes, putting the, the trays in the dish machine. And I remember staring at the little wheels at the top of the dish machine, and I just zoned out. And I was just watching the little wheels turn back and forth like that. I was concussed, man. I remember my boss, Mike, he's like, man, are you, he's like, are you okay? I'm like, yeah, yeah. Just, you know, I zoned back in. I'm like, okay. And then Fight Club just carried on after that. Like, it just kept getting bigger and better. And more and more people started getting involved. And we started promoting it more. Christian was really good at the social media. He, he did a lot of it. We had like an anonymous guy from the UK who had a burner account who would leave, who, he would make all of our graphic design stuff for mm-hmm. us. So we looked pretty well produced. He was this guy in the UK, don't even know his real name. He made all of our stuff for us. It was amazing. And Christian did, dealt with a lot of people. And yeah, you know, we did it for another year or two, year and a half. Once I turned 18, I, I didn't do it after that because I was thinking about liability and stuff. Mm-hmm. And every time a fight card would happen, it would get a little bit more negative. When it first started, it was just buddies and, like, students playing. Like, just not playing, but fighting. And, like, they were all friends. There was a lot of respect. But every time we'd have one, there'd be more and more. It'd be older guys, guys that are set to go to jail soon, guys that are, like, you know, don't tell my parole officer and this and this. Like, get pretty. getting a little more rough. Yeah. yeah. And guys were beefing with each other and meeting up outside of it and having disputes. And it was getting negative. It was getting negative towards the end. And it was getting less camaraderie and brotherly. It was more or less, like actual beefs and stuff so i left when i was when i I left when i was 18 and then christian kept it going because he's passionate and he he loves it like he you know was his he worked very hard on it and uh it just it just didn't work out and you know just life keeps going we get older we get girlfriends and yeah fight club was pretty cool i still got people talking to me about fight club like to this day so do you think like so I remember, I think it was you told me, you just like to fight. I do. Yeah. You, I do, man. You just, you just, it's just. I've been like that since I was a little baby, like a toddler. Mm-hmm. I remember my dad told me, uh, I was a super nice kid, super sweet kid and behaved. I just had a wicked temper. Mm-hmm. I just had a, like, I would just blow up when I was a little kid. 
And I remember my dad telling me he he used to you di- try and discipline me, like give me a slap on the mm-hmm. back or something, mm-hmm. or like just you know trying that way. But he said I would just flip into a different mode and punch him right back. But I still respected him. I still respected mm-hmm. his authority. He said he'd put me in timeout, and I would go sit there for and just melt down. It's like I respected the rules more than I respected getting hit. It's like he said if he'd hit me, he said I he said I'd just hit him back because I just wanted to fight. Mm-hmm. And uh, he said, he said, it's always been like that. Even my mom says that. Like, she laughs about it, love what I'm doing now because she's like, your whole life, that's all you've been – it's just geared that way. Like, I'm – in hockey, I was the biggest goon when I played hockey. You know, I, play, I played rugby. I played rugby for the university last year. Yeah. Uh, like, just physical – I just need that physical stimulation. Like, I need that, that stuff. Uh, I'm just – I'm not an angry person anymore. Like, when I was younger in school, people, I was a really nice kid, so people would bully me for, like, a day or two. But it would only last a day or two because I had such an explosive anger. Eventually, you know, someone would be a dick to me, and I'd eventually just snap and completely just batter them. Like, I remember in eighth grade, I had this guy cornered me in the room because we were playing chess. Mm -hmm. And I was shit-talking him because I was whooping him in chess. And he, he got mad, and he cornered me in the room. And I was, I was cornered. I said, I said, you know, so-and-so. I said, let me out. I said, let me out of the corner, man. I'm getting angry. He's like, you won't do anything. You're too passive. I'm like, please, get me, let me the fuck out of this corner. Yeah. And he wouldn't let me out, right? And I gave him one final warning. And he says, I can stand wherever I want. You can't do anything about it. And he steps in my paint, man. This is eighth grade. I fucking snapped. I just started peppering him, man. Elbow him, smashed his head off the table. Kicked him to the ribs, kicked him in the head. And the only thing that snapped me out of it was my, my math teacher, he started crying. He was like, Ben, stop, get off him, get off him. And I remember looking, I remember looking and seeing him, and I seen, it was during, at the end of class, so it was like transition period, so there was a whole class waiting in a line at the door. Mm-hmm. And I remember seeing all the faces watch me brutalize this guy. And I remember seeing, every, there's like just the look on their faces, and that's what snapped me out of it. I'm like, fuck. I got to get a hold on this. Yeah. In eighth grade, when I was like 13, that was the last time I really lashed out and hurt someone like that. Mm-hmm. I, I really kind of had it. I just chilled out. I remember going to high school and thinking, man, like that's not going to slide in high school. Like people are going to check me and hold me accountable. If I just whoop, whoop everyone that gives me a hard time, mm-hmm. I said, I'm going to get myself hurt or I'm going to get in legal trouble. And so I really kind of got to, I just got to reel on things. I, you know, it was a lot. That makes sense. Yeah. So now, kind of switching a yeah, little bit more too. Keep going, yeah. um, obviously, like with uh, mixed martial arts and MMA and whatever, yeah. um, there's like a lot of mental health aspect, right? Oh yeah. So like how you how you dealing with that? Like with a sense of like, like because mental health isn't always a negative thing. Obviously, it's also like. Uh, overstimulant, right? Like oh, yeah. going into a fight and it being like overwhelming to you, right? That can cause mental health. So, oh yeah. Like, what are you doing to kind of like prepare yourself for this next one? Uh, the mental game—that's the biggest part of it. Um, it's 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 really hard. I I can I watch like I was I'm into the stoicism a mm-hmm. lot, but I'm also just into I don't know what philosophy it is, but sometimes. You just gotta don't take yourself too seriously. It's just a fight. Mm-hmm. It's not that deep. It's like 
I don't, you know, in the long run, in the on the largest scale of things, I don't really matter. Like, if I if I die tomorrow, at life's going on. The sun's gonna rise. Dolan's is gonna be open. UMB's still gonna be operate. Everyone still's got bills to pay. Like, if people go to my funeral, they're gonna go to the funeral. The people that care are gonna be hurt. But at the end of the day, they're still showing up to work. Mm. That you know, life goes on, man. It's like life's too short to be fucking paralyzed by fear. It's like the pain is guaranteed. You're either gonna have the pain of regret or the pain of pursuing something. It's like, yeah, what I'm doing is probably bad for me. It's probably dangerous for me. It's it is heavily dangerous, but I love it. I love to fight. That's that's really it. It's my favorite thing in the world. It's like, you know, it's probably shortening my lifespan a little bit, but. At least I can. At least I lived it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I the the mental health side of things. It's it is hard sometimes. You know, there are days I feel worse and better than others. But at the end of the day, I just I got shit to do and I do it. That's that's really that. It's like I don't I don't really know, man. I just kind of I just keep going. I just stay on the gas. There there's some days I don't feel good. Mm-hmm. There's some days I feel bad about stuff, but. What, what am I going to do? Just fucking lay around crying about it? You, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I we live in one of the easiest times to be alive right now. It's like, I don't have to worry about my next meal. I don't have to worry about it's going to be hot or cold. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a privileged kid. Like, both, both my, I have both my parents. My family's healthy. I have, I have a lot of people. I have a lot of good people that I love them and they love me. Um, there's really, like... So, like Andrew Tate says this, and I'm not going to get into the whole Tate shit, but he, he had a quote. He said, you know, you're gonna have a, you're, there's going to be a reason to be sad soon enough. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to find a reason to, to be sad if there isn't. I have both my parents. I have my little brother. I love him. I have all, I have all my friends. I have my health. Like, it could be way worse. So why get worked up about it? It's a fist fight, and I love, I love fighting. Mm-hmm. That's really it for me. You know, you were talking about Andrew Tate. He has a really good Tate, a uh, really good Tate, <laughs> a really good uh, quote that I someone sent me. It was like, you know, somewhere in the world, somebody your age has just been given the worst news ever of their life. Yeah. And you know, if it's like Ukraine war, if it's like a chemical attack in Yemen or yeah. whatever, right? And there's people here in in Western society that will like complain about the simplest things, and if you were to like tell them these people your issues, they would change your like lives with you in yeah. an instant because like we have it so easy. Like you said, yeah, it's not just not just you, but it's like a lot of people in Western society don't realize how good they have it. Yeah, even if they like, even if they don't have it good by their standards, they still have it good. Exactly. It's crazy how uh, how privileged we uh, forget we are. Right. Yes. And he had a quote in that similar speech. It might have been from the same clip. He said something like, uh, if you can convince the freaking, you know, the kid, the starving kid or the person with stage four cancer that's about to die, if you can make them somehow make them feel sorry for you, mm-hmm. then you get to complain. But if you have everything, there's nothing to complain about. Mm-hmm. And, yes, some there's shit that sucks. Like, I found out I owe the government a bunch of money there four days ago. I was pissed about it, man. Mm-hmm. I went and listened to a bunch of Megadeth at the gym. I was like, fuck the system, man. <laughs> it's like, you take a mortal man, 
put them in control. I was getting all, you know, I did a bunch of dips, man, at the gym. Like, yeah, I get mad about stuff. I get affected by stuff. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'll, be, I'll keep it real. I'm a sensitive person, man. Like, I cry when I watch movies, man. I watched The Whale last week. Fucking bald. I, I cried at the fucking Barbie movie. I admit it. I did. But it's, you can't control the emotions you feel. You can only control how you handle it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's just, there's just too much to live for to be out here being negative. You know what I mean? There's just too much. There's too much good in the world. A lot of bad, too, but. There is a lot of bad. Yeah. <laughs> so now what's your take on like, uh, I don't like using the word religion, but like faith. Like, do you have something that you follow? Yeah, I yeah. um, I believe in I believe in Christ. Okay. And I, I know people are gonna hear that and think, oh, he's corny, man, because there's not a lot of super religious people around me. Mm-hmm. But I do. I just, and I'm not, I'm not saying I'm good. I'm a good Christian. I'm not saying I'm good at following it. But I try. I'm trying to. I'm I'm trying to do better. Mm-hmm. It's like I realize I'm not. You know. There's evil in this world. I've seen it. You can just see it. Like you can see it in people's eyes. Like working at the bar, you see drunk people or people that are, you know, about to fuck or something. You can just see the their eyes are glazed over and they're they're just using each other. Like lust and fucking like you can just I see the evil. The the, the evil is there, the playbook. I'm not gonna get right into it because I don't wanna get cancelled before I even take off. But if you can look into my eyes you could probably see where, what I'm thinking and where I'm going with this, but I'm not going to go there. I'll tell you, though, before I'll, I'll cut you off real quick. Yeah. With this podcast, I have spoken some crazy stuff that yeah. I shouldn't be canceled. Yeah. This is this is a safe faith. I'm a Christian, too. Yeah. And like I, this, uh, I mean, faith is like one of the most important things, especially with what's yeah. going on in the world today. Right. So if you if you got something faith related, man, and you feel like you need to say it. Yeah, it's it, I mean, obviously what you think is yeah. what's safe for you to say is safe for you to yeah. say, right? And I know people that know me are going to hear me talking about Christ and stuff. They're going like, to roll their eyes because I'm not overly outspoken about it. Mm-hmm. But deep down, like, I do believe. And when I'm alone and I feel a little weary, my feet get weary and I feel kind of, you know, a little unsure, a bit lost, a bit afraid, a bit alone, I do pray. You know, whether or not I want to tell people that or not, I do. Mm-hmm. I pray, man. And I'm not, I swear a lot. And, you know, I drink alcohol occasionally. And, you know, I do mushrooms occasionally. And that's, that's, you know, that's not a godly thing. But I do my best, man. I do my best. And evil, evil is winning. This world is failing. You know, and everyone, if you know, you know. I mean, it's, you can look anywhere and see evil. I'm not going to get right into it, but... You know, going to I went to Montreal, been in the big cities and stuff. Evil is out there, man. And I just figured, I'm I'm if there's a team to be on, I'm picking the right team. Mm-hmm. I'm picking the good team. You know what I'm saying? Even even if I live my whole life believing in a creator and then I die and it's black, wouldn't it have been better to have lived my life trying to make right decisions in with the thought of I'm going to be held accountable by my creator someday? I'm going to have to stand for all the crimes I committed. I'm gonna have to stand on trial, and and answer for it. Mm-hmm. It's an accountability thing. It's a discipline thing. Cause without it, I mean, you don't need religion, but it certainly provides a great 
moral compass to follow. Mm -hmm. It's a great set of rules, and it gives a lot of people a lot of strength. Even like look, even other religions too, it gives people strength. Like look at Khabib Nurmagomedov, like his belief, like in in Islam, it's. He's been through some terrible things and pulled on some great victories. It's like when he gets speaking about his beliefs, you can see it power him up. Mm-hmm. It's carried him through, like, like I've you know, faith helps people, and whether you know whether or not you want to believe in it, that's up to you. But you know, if I'm picking a team, I'm I'm siding with Christ, man. Mm-hmm. That's I know that's corny. My friends and my family they might roll their eyes a little bit when I say that shit, but I do. I believe it. I, I believe. I believe. The biggest thing, though, really, is uh, is that in the Bible it says, you know, like if you deny him in, in in the eyes of, like, the public or whatever, he'll deny you yeah. in front of his father, right? So the fact that you're not denying it is, like, a huge step, right? And even if you're not public with it, like if you're not out there telling people, it's yeah. it's not like you're not, you know, trying, right? Yeah. It's huge. Um, and I notice a lot of, like, MMA fighters recently are kind of, like, a lot of them are coming out as Christians. Yeah. Like when they win a fight, you know, they're always thinking they're thinking Jesus for like, obviously. And you know, really he does do some wonderful things. He does put us in places that we know he believes that we should be in. And I feel like you do got the sauce. Like when it comes to fighting. Yeah. So like, I feel like, you know, he could be using you as like a, as a tool to, to get to a platform where you can, where you can push that. Right. Yeah. And you can let people know about the good news and stuff like that. And, um, I'm excited for your next fight, though. Like I'm Me actually, too, I'm actually hyped because it's gonna be, it's, it's gonna be a heavy one. <laughs> oh, I can't wait, man! I got plenty to, I, you know. There's a lot of. We just have to see how it plays out, man. I'm in a good place mentally right now, though. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you that. Am I able to go pee, or would that ruin this whole thing? No, you can go. Pee. Okay, you can go pee. Like, can we pause it and? Yeah, I'll. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna leave this going because actually. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to leave this going. Okay. And then... I'm sorry. Actually, no, it's good. This works out perfect because this is actually... Okay. When that is going to... Whatever, so... Where is the bathroom? So if you go out that door... Okay. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Sorry. And uh, down that that doorway right... Uh, the straight hallway? That one, yeah. No, yeah, this one, yeah. This one? Yep. Okay. Sorry. That's all good, man. Sorry about that, man. Oh, it's all good. Don't worry about it. When nature calls, nature calls, right? Yes. I'm getting right back <laughs> on this.
right, okay. I'm just gonna turn this camera back on. Yeah, my bad. It's all good. Okay. How long? What time is it, anyways? Six thirty-two. Oh, okay, we're balling. We are balling. It's just gonna beep for a second. Yeah, yeah, no problem, no problem. No idea why it's beeping. I think it's either overheated or the battery's almost dead. Okay. Oh, it's this beeping. Oh, oh the timer going I, off. I thought it was that camera. I was I'm like, like shit, man. why ain't that stop beeping yet? Yeah. I'm actually gonna set this here because then I don't have to turn my head as much. Yeah. So we're gonna hit reset. Another 28. That's still going. We're still rocking. Still rocking. How do you look at this? Because I don't know if you're too dark. Oh my gosh. You know what? What? I think you're out of focus the whole time. Fuck. I'm just, I'm just gonna check. This is the thing with technology, man. That's all right. We can make it work. We'll get the alternate angle too, and the audio is probably pretty good. Imagine the mics were off or something the whole time. <laughs> that would be horrible. Like, man, I was popping off. Oh, no, okay, you're not out of focus because it uses eye tracking. Oh, so it watches me? Yeah, so it uses, like, where your eyes are is where it's in focus. That's fucking crazy, man. Fiji, a proud future sponsor of the Late Late Podcast. Yes, sir. One day, it's, 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 a, it's a dream. <laughs> yes. All right, we're, we're So back. we're back. We're, we're back, back rolling. We were talking about Christ. We are talking about faith, mm -hmm. more, more specifically. Where was I? Yeah. And, you know, I don't talk about it at all. Because, you know, some people just don't want to hear it. And I respect that. I respect if people don't want to hear it all the time. That people just want to live their lives. And that's up to them. But I was saying this the other night at work. I was saying that because they were, you know, I was talking about belief and stuff. And they, people are talking, you know, they were mapping out good. They're just, we're just talking. We're talking about faith. And I was saying, I was telling one of the guys, I say, just get up early. And just watch the sunrise. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm looking out the window right now. Walk, look up at the sky right now. And that should be enough. And, like, every time I look at the sunrise or the sunset, I just get something from it. I'm like, that's, that's evidence enough right there, man. Mm -hmm. For, to me. I, I, when I look at the sunrise, I feel, I feel God. I feel the presence in some capacity. And you see the clouds, sometimes the clouds get layered and stuff. It's, it's awesome. I love that. And who knows what the truth is, but I'm going to live my life believing. I'm going to live my life believing. And, and that's that. You know, I'm, I'm not telling anyone to join me. It'd be cool if you did. But, you know, you don't have to. Do what you want. The biggest thing is, like, with, with Christianity is, like, you bring a seed, right? And you plant that seed. And if, yeah. if it grows into something, it grows something. So, you know, like, it's crazy. You you coming, like, more forward about it in this episode, right? Someone might listen to this and hear you say it and get more from what you're saying than they do what than what I say. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, you might have just brought somebody to, to faith, right? Christianity, yeah. which is, is a huge thing because in the Bible it talks about how there will be more joy in heaven for one sinner brought to Christ than there will be for a thousand righteous people. Right. So that's always in the back of my head of like, yeah. if, I, if I help one person come to faith and come to Christ, like that's that's good enough. Right. Yeah. I'll, and I'll say this too, man. I am a sinner, a bad one. I'm not a good example. Do not follow my lead. 
because I'm not, I don't, I'm not a good example yet. I'm not a role model. I'm not fucking, I'm, I swear a lot. I just mm. dropped an F-bomb when I'm talking about Christ right now. Like, I, I'm not a good example. You know, like, the biggest thing, and I get a lot of people that are like Christians, right? And they're kind of like moving into it. Yeah. Huge thing is like, you can be a Christian and if you don't sin, that don't exist. Yeah, you're gonna, you're always going to struggle with something, right? Yeah. If it's cussing or if it's if it's like let's say alcohol, right? Let's yeah. use that for an example. It does say in the Bible that it doesn't say like you can't drink at zero. It says don't alter the state of mind. Yeah, right. So, um, like a drink isn't going to alter your state of mind. Yeah, you know the cussing part. It's it's one of them things that people just have to work on. You know what yeah. I mean? Um. If it's something that you're repenting for, like, obviously, it's not going to stop you from getting into heaven. You know yeah. what I mean? There's a lot. Um, but, no, I talk about Christ on here a lot. Yeah. So, since we're talking about this and the the thing that goes hand in hand with this, yep. I, feel, I feel like you know what I'm going to say. And I always get so scared talking about this issue on here because I'm like, one of these days is going to screw me up. Yep. But I'm still going to go for it. Okay. Um. So, like, the whole things going on in school right now like oh the stuff being pushed oh my goodness <laughs> like do, do i want to get a job in a couple of years <laughs> do, you know what <sighs> fuck man i don't know me my hesitation should be a good answer on this that, that is that's that's a big enough answer right there <laughs> look into my eyes what do you think i think about the matter and your guess is probably pretty close and that's all i'm saying i'm not i'm not commenting on this shit because I'm going to have a mentally ill mafia fucking hunt me down for the end of days if I tell you what I really think. So, that right there. The devil's up. The devil is powerful right now. And his legions of minions will come after me if I tell you what I really think. So, that's what I'm saying. I love that. The legion of the minions will come and get me if I say anything. I love that. That's awesome. That's what's scary is the fact that, like... um. I saw a thing on Facebook the other day and it was something like um, in a few years if like it was a picture of a buddy in like a mugshot and it was like in a few years if you if you're straight like <laughs> I feel no comment <laughs> no okay you don't have to comment on this part because this is just how I feel I will I'm say like, this yeah. people can do whatever they want and mm -hmm. I fully support their freedom to live however they want to live and that's that I support people's freedom to do whatever they want to do mm -hmm. but don't infringe upon others and that's especially enough. children yes Save the children. Watch Sound of Freedom today in IMAX. Theaters near you. No. Have I'm, you, I'm just fucking around, Have you man. seen that? The no, movie I've, I've been meaning to watch it, though. Apparently, I've, it is the most intense film yeah. ever. It looks good. Well, it's the same guy. I don't know if you've ever watched Passion of Christ. Passion of the Christ, yeah. Yeah, it's the same guy that plays that. You hear about all the crazy shit that happened when they were making that movie? But he was struck by lightning like three times. Yeah, and he like, went and met his creator and all this craziness. Like, that's insane. Well, that's a huge, like, uh, you ever see the, the show Chosen? The Chosen? No, I haven't seen it. Well, it's, it's, a, it's a, like, follows, like, Christ, uh, Jesus' is like, yeah. you know, whole ministry and stuff like that. And yeah. uh, Jonathan Rumi was talking about it on a, an interview, and he said it's, like, one of the hardest things. He said he doesn't like calling it a character, Jesus a character, because it's not. His, a, he yeah. was Jesus. Yeah. He says, but he was one of the hardest people to play. Uh, in a in a show because there's like no real thing to go off of and there's just such a high standard of yeah. what Jesus is right and there was a couple uh, um, 
people that were like, oh, we really like the show, you know, really liking it. Yeah. But we're we're not liking it because we know where it's going to end. Yeah. And, you know, if you, you read the Bible, if you know what happened to Jesus, he yeah. obviously was born, lived a wonderful, like, rarely tempting life. Yeah. Or, you know, he went through a lot. He was tempted. At 30, 33 years old, he was crucified on the cross. And, uh... Then he rose again three days later. But in the show, a lot of people talk about that, like how they're like, we really like it, but we don't because we know where it's going to end with, obviously. And they're starting to like Judah in the series because he's a very, the way he's portrayed in the the series is a very likable character. Yeah. Um, But obviously what Judah does in the Bible isn't isn't likable, you know. Yeah. Kind of telling everybody where jesus is for what was it like 30 silver something like that i'm not sure i'm i'm a noob in christianity and that's why i feel almost slightly fraudulent getting mm-hmm. too deep into it because i'm not good at, i'm not a good like i'm i'm not well versed mm-hmm. you know what i mean i'm not See, i the, feel i feel bad i feel like i'm i feel kind of i don't know the big thing that i feel like what's most important is obviously I talked to a lot of people about this, like church is important. Like all this stuff is important, but the most important thing is your relationship with Jesus, yeah. like with God. Right. And that's not like me saying, you know, Oh, you know, you got to pray this many times, whatever. Yeah. Cause it's different for everybody. And sometimes you don't even need to pray. Sometimes just a good cry, yeah. you know, and he knows what you're trying to, you're trying to get it. Right. So, yeah. Even just, yeah. Thoughts just, you know, putting it out there. Mm hmm. Yeah, and, and that's deeply personal. I, I know that's why a lot of people know me. If they watch this, they're going to think, man, Ben's fucking corny for this. You know, because we we've been talking about this for a little while now. And they're like, man, I don't want to hear that shit. Mm-hmm. I want to hear about fucking knocking guys out and turning up. And I'm going to fucking wheel kick the next guy. And, you know, how Sweeney's fucking getting it. You know what I'm talking about? That's what the people want to hear. I, I know, but you just you, we're just letting it cook. We're letting it play out. The big thing, I think, is I think people are going to listen to this episode and they're going to actually enjoy it. I hope so. Because I think they're going to get to see more of you that they don't get to see. Yeah. Right? And, uh, like, obviously, a lot of people might probably didn't know about Fight Club. Yes. <laughs> so they, they know about that now. Yeah, they can search it up. They switched the name to Atlantic Fight Club on YouTube. Atlantic Fight Club. It was Benny's Fight Club, now almost, it's Atlantic Fight almost, Club. Almost uh, FLA. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, Chris and I make jokes about that, that, hey, we should, let's get some commission. But, no, I just, I just fuck around with that. But. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. But uh, we're rounding, like, two hours in. Are we? We're pretty close. This is going to be no no, a half hour, half hour, an hour and a half, sorry. I can keep going if you want. Well, this one's a pretty long one, and that camera stopped recording, I think. Did it? Yeah, it said full just a second. Two ago. hours? But I think we're pretty close to that. Man, what, what time is it? It's, like... Six uh, forty forty three. So yeah, pretty yeah, close. Yeah, fuck man. Pretty close. Well, it's been awesome having you on though. Thank you, man. Is there anything that you want to add, or any question that you wish I would have asked, or anything like that? Uh, no, I'm I'm pretty open book, man. I just I can't wait to fight. I love to fight. Uh, I care about my family. I care about my friends. And honestly, I'll I'll talk about this too. It's gonna sound real sappy and corny, man. But I've been getting pissed off about this a lot lately. Everyone needs to be a bit fucking nicer to each other. Really, regardless of background and appearance and this and that, please be fucking polite to each other. Like, I, I, you know, I'm fed up with a lot of shit, but I go through great lengths, even in just day-to-day life, I go through great lengths to be friendly and nice to people. Or even just polite. Bring, let's bring manners back. That's, 
I remember when I was a little kid, like, everybody was so nice. Like, we go to Sobeys, my mom would be talking to someone there. Or I walk into the mall, me and my girlfriend, went, my girlfriend and I went into the mall the other day, went to Old Navy against my, against my will. <laughs> uh, and we walked in there, we walked in through the entrance, and there was a bunch of people all there, just, I don't know if they're waiting for the bus or just hanging out. And they were all mean mugging us, just staring us down with just fucking, just the eyes don't lie. I don't know. I think that's from Scarface. It's like, look at the eyes, Chico. They never lie. Whatever movie that was, I don't even know if it's Scarface or not. Please be nice to each other. They were, they were mean mugging us. They were staring. I just looked in the eyes of these guys, and they were fucking staring us down. And I did not like that at all. There's more of that. There's apathy. Apathy's at an all-time high. People not caring. Well, that's not my problem. It's like, I, I'm afraid that it's, if I was getting fucking beat up in the street, People will just walk by and just carry on. Just kind of like in the big city. Everyone just kind of, no one cares. And I see, you know, the, the, the sense of community here is dwindling. There's, I don't feel like the community. I walk by people on the sidewalk. I say hello to them or good afternoon. Some, best time I get is a, man, uh, uh, fucking, they don't even acknowledge me. Mm-hmm. Every now and then someone will say hey back and it's a real good interaction. But now they just... Everyone just keeps their head down and keeps walking. And I don't like it. So really, just be nice to each other. I know that's fucking corny because look at me, right? I'm I'm whatever. But just just try and be nice to each other. That's really what I want to close with. No, I could like talk, talk for hours. I li- I'm sorry I, about that. All no, that, that's all right. You know what? I think uh, <laughs> you say sorry a lot and I don't mind. Like this thing, like I love these raw podcasts because like, that that's actual you that's genuine right yeah. like i could have sat here i could have gave you a script i could have yeah. said hey stay in these borders but yeah. i you know we went off script a little yeah. bit oh 100%. this whole thing was off script bro <laughs> this is off the top this is a freestyle almost yeah i don't know if uh, well you can see my laptop right now there's yeah. no questions up yeah like, these ones over here aren't even for you like these were for shit you know like there's no questions for you because they're they're, they're all up here i knew what i wanted to talk to you yes. about yes and I knew what I was, you know, this whole podcast was going to be. I knew yeah. it was, obviously, I wanted to talk about, like, your, your fight club. And I wanted yeah. to talk about your career now. Yeah. And I knew I wanted to talk about Christ. And we did. Yeah. Right? Like, that's three topics. But that three topics, like, you you covered a lot. Yeah. Like, you you really opened opened up. You you gave the viewers what they wanted. You know, it was a little more insight inside yeah. your, how you are. You as a person type thing. Yeah, man. Um. But no, I, I really enjoyed having you on. Thank you. Thank you for having me. You're going to get on again. Anytime. After, after your fight. Let's go. We're going to get you on after your fight, you know? Yeah, so yeah. we got you on before. We know We know what's going to happen. We know. The, those who know, know. Yeah. If you're in on it, you're in on it. <laughs> Anyone that trained with me ever knows damn well I'm going to win this fight. And these fucking goofs, goofs, that have only seen five minutes of me fighting, think I'm going to lose. And to that... Fuck you all. I'm winning this shit. I love it. I am going to win this fight. I am winning this fight, guys. Handy. It's going to be... Just tune in, please. I know it's out in Picto. I know it's a long drive. Come on out or get the fucking pay-per-view, boys. Fightleagueatlantic.com.ca. I don't even know. The pay-per-view's on there. It's super high quality. They got John Morgan, a UFC fucking... Like, he's one of the, he's one of the top, if not the top MMA reporters out there. He's commentating the damn thing. It's amazing. So just check it out. I'm winning this. And fuck all he is that think I'm not. (laughs) 
I'm sorry. That's all right. That's that, a good. That's a good reel right there. That Instagram is a good reel. reel. That is. Good. There was lots of good reels. Yeah. There's. Yeah. I know, man. I talk too much. No, bro, you, you don't talk too much. I, I'm looking at the the poster on the wall. It says humility. Oh yeah. I need a bit of that. <laughs> I gotta. I gotta. I gotta tone it. I gotta be a little more. Bring some more humility. You know what? We looked. At, I look at them real quick, and I. Uh, I think you covered most of them though, because you you were honest. Yeah. You're truthful. Yeah. You're respectful. <laughs> yeah. You courage. Yeah. You're, you got wisdom. Yeah. And you showed some love. I showed some love. The humility, we're working on it. <laughs> we're working on that, that one. That blue wolf. On that, I will bring the blue wolf out later on. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. But um, where can people find you on social media? Follow me at BenLiso2 on Instagram. Uh, that's where I'm the most active at. Don't add me on Facebook. My Facebook's dead. My Facebook is just for communicating with old people in group chats for work. <laughs> Benley So Too on Instagram. Benley's First the World, November, September, tomorrow. Any business that wants to make some money, I want to say this. I need sponsors. I am a broke college student that is aspiring MMA fighter. Everybody wishes they had got in on Bitcoin 10, 15 years ago. This is your opportunity to get in on the next big thing, the next Bitcoin. Invest in Benley's today. And I will quadruple your investment tomorrow. God bless. See you at the top. Oh, man. Shout out to Michael Chandler. I stole that. That's a, that's a commercial right there. I know, man. I, I need, <laughs> I, I'm broke. Awesome. I need some money, guys. Please pay Dude, me. That's awesome. Send the crypto. Send the currency. <laughs> I'm broke, but I'm awesome, and I need money. That's killer. <laughs> well, thank you guys for tuning in. Thank I you. very appreciate it. I don't know if that camera can see me anymore because I think it stopped recording. Um, and if it can see me, it's really bright right here. But thank, thank you guys for tuning in. And Mr. Ben Lees. Thank you. Uh, what's the date for the fight? September 30th, Hector Arena, Picto, Nova Scotia. Make sure 7 p.m. Make sure to check it out and uh, you won't be disappointed. I promise. See you guys. <laughs>